0: OPN Ask an Angel podcasts are conversations with global angel investors and venture capitalists. We explore how to invest, understanding investment strategies and approaches to due diligence. Join us and learn what it takes to be a startup or what it takes to invest in the next great company. Good morning, Ahmed. Thank you very much for joining us today. We're very excited to have you here today. Um, First, let's start
1: off by uh, asking you where you're calling in from. Oh, hi, uh, Jeffrey. Thank you so much for having me here. And I'm Aman Shivasta, a serial entrepreneur and angel investor from India.
0: Brilliant. We love India. We work with India quite frequently and lots of great entrepreneurs and investors have been really springing up over the last five years. So we're very excited to dig in. So welcome everybody to the Supporters Fund, Ask an Angel. I'm your host, Jeffrey Potvin. And let's welcome our investor today, which is Aman Srivastava. Shivasto, It's Aman Shivasto. Brilliant. I love it. Welcome. Uh, So today, the way we like to get started is, can you please share a little bit about your background and where you've come from? I see that uh, you're an MBA, which is brilliant. So you've got lots of great background. I'll let you start by just sharing a bit of insight about yourself. And then one thing about you that nobody would know.
1: Okay. First of all, namaste to all from Indian Culture, and thank you so much, Jeffrey, for having me here. I'm Aman Srivastava, a serial entrepreneur and engineer investor from India. Uh, We have a a startup journey from 2016 uh, for initial two, three years I was an entrepreneur and I'm still an entrepreneur. I consider myself a serial entrepreneur because I have founded more than seven startups and invested in more than seven or eight startups till now. And uh, we have a good panel of start- uh, invest- investor team, which uh, and we love to invest in those startups who make some social impact. Like we have started with the vision of healing the nature with the help of technology. That is the theme of my first startup, Black like Eye Technologies Private Limited. And uh, we considered, we in India, is considered as the healer of the nature, with the help of technology because we are in ai and iot domain uh, i mostly invest in those startup who has some vision of so, and social impact on the natural resources like uh, water, water groundwater conservation air quality maintenance and this is all about myself brilliant and one thing
0: about you nobody would know
1: uh, the nobody would know thing about myself is I am a quite a kind of introvert guy. Uh, this time uh, I am looking at an extrovert, but I am quite an introvert guy. I deal with my problems by on my own, and this this thing of this nature, this nature of myself made me an a an good and successful entrepreneur.
0: I love it. Well, we carry very similar traits there, so uh, I'm a big fan, and uh, I've loved all the things you're doing. It's uh, it's pretty interesting, and I want to kind of jump into some of that because. Um, You know, a lot of the times we get a balance between the investor who is working, running a business, um, but you've kind of taken this to a whole different level. You're doing something that is very extraordinary in the sense that uh, you're using social impact and building companies inside of this space. Um, What got you started in social impact? And from all the podcasts that I've listened to you, that you've been on and all the interviews, um, just totally impressed by uh, how you've taken this approach in order to solve the world's problem and helping the world heal. And uh, I'd love to learn what got you started in this and why you decided to take this approach.
1: Jeffrey, uh, from the very start, uh, when we were in, uh, graduation time and we used to have a lot of friends and we used to talk about these things like water, uh, like air quality the air quality index is very pure, poor right now, the pollution on, is on very high level, people are consuming a lot of groundwater, extracting a lot of groundwater water from, from the ground and not restoring the same me and my uh, first co-founder uh, we thought that everybody is working for money, Now, basically you know 110x evaluation, 10x valuation, 100X valuation 10 million, 100 million, 1000 millions of billions, trillions of money. But uh, nobody is thinking about this thing that uh, what happens if the mother earth will not be there? Will this money has that worth? And then we started that people have, no, in India or in any specific country, people have a habit that technology has ruined the nature. The technology is responsible for ruining the nature. They have cut in the trees and all. Then we have started with the vision of let this technology heal the nature with the help of its other segments. And we started to work on the first part that we have suffered, that, that was groundwater. We used to buy water at that time when we were in final year of our graduation, the final last year of the graduation. We have a habit to buy water. And uh, we have to because there was no source of that. One night what happened, uh, there was some um, electricity cut and due to some maintenance problem, the water got stuck and we got water after two days. For those two days, we have paid uh, 4 or 5x money for the same water. And it was a disaster for me. So then we thought that uh, we should do something for this kind of purpose, for pursue this kind of vision so that the next inheritance, next generation will remember us that what we have left in, left in for them in inheritance. You know, in Hindi, there is a word called virasat That is the meaning of inheritance. So the next generations would remember us for this thing that we have made a world, we have made a good place to live. So there will be no need to know, uh, migrate to Mars.
0: <laughs> no, I agree. I like that. And, and uh, I think when it comes to social impact building and social impact investing, they're really important and they're on the forefront of a lot of um, entrepreneurs, uh, even investors, business people. There's a lot of, a lot of, Talk going around on how we can improve, how we can change the climate, and there's a lot of crises that have been going on in the last little while, in the last couple of years, that have been really pushed to the forefront. And it does take entrepreneurs like yourself to make these changes and get behind them, so that others will start to make the same type of impact changes. Which is again amazing that you're you're doing this. If we go back to some of the first earlier stage companies that you uh, created, did you get a lot of learning from? while you're in school, this type of background that you're building up, did a lot of that go into your first companies that you built? And when you were building these companies, when did that impact side start to really flourish? When did you start to look at it and say, okay, you know what, this makes a big difference. Okay, I'm making money, but maybe we should look at um, making a difference instead. Was that part of that, those early stage companies, or is this kind of something more recent?
1: I'll, I'll start with the first startup that I have founded. Co-founded actually, uh, the it was Black Eye Technologies Private Limited, and the first product was Irrigation Alert 2.0. Uh, that uh, startup, you no, know, that particular startup, in that startup, we what we make, we make smart devices for the quality irrigation in agriculture. With the help of that quality technologies, we are saving near about 40 to 42 percent of groundwater per year and that is a lot that is a lot for a typical uh, typical kind of crop like paddy rice or wheat so uh, we were developing the poc and we were at, at the very initial stage of making the proof of concept and mvp most viable products and all what we thought what we have thought at that time that we will make the poc will make the mvp we will present that to the investor we will get the funds this is a myth this is this is a myth. This is still a myth. This was a myth at that time, too. Uh, first, you have to make the POC MVP. Then you have to deploy it, do the paid, do the paid trials or unpaid trials for, you know, for a very a long term of time, like three months, seven months, one year. For us, it has taken one year because it's what is in the field of agriculture. They need to test it for one year completely, for a complete cycle. Then you have to generate the reports. Though a very good thing about uh, our very good thing about uh, our government is, no, we have a very strong government in India that is being led by Honorable Prime Minister Mr. Narendra Modi, and the central government in India has helped us in this to deploy this technology to each and every village in India so that we can make a cluster of cloud, which has the data of water-efficient irrigation. So now this technology is being implemented in pan India in all 6,8,323 villages in India. It's being implemented there. It is a complete hard work of two, three years. And coming back to the you no, know, changing the POC and changing the MVP, upgrading the product. Uh, you know what we have do? We have done. You know there is an analysis called in uh, entrepreneurship and building your startup. There is an analysis of called Cano model analysis. Cano model analysis helps you to analyze your customer and take input from the customer we have taken input from the customer that they, they, they generally don't need the data on or the information on irrigation they need data on the of the soil health also then we developed some other devices some other technology in the same device so that the soil health can be easily predicted you no know, the basic thing the requirement comes from the customer that we believe in from that time. And this is the basic line why we are working, why you know Massive Dynamic Engine Network is working. This is the thing that we have learned from that part. And there is a lot of learning, you know, entrepreneurship is all about turning. There's nothing called you can't no guide anything. Everybody has a different journey. But you can, what you can do is you can't repeat the same repeat, same mistake that the other entrepreneur has done. So this can help in this way, but every entrepreneur has his own has his own journey, definitely. So in this in this
0: journey that you're speaking of, and you created this company or co-founded this company, you mentioned that you were listening to your customers. Does your customer become the government or does the customer become the farmer? Uh, because the customer, there's almost a it's like a dual-sided marketplace. So how do you evaluate what the government's looking to get accomplished? Because I'm sure that they are providing you with funds. And then how are you accommodating that data back to them while facilitating the benefit to the second customer, which would be the farmer that is making the irrigation work better, quicker, faster and smarter? Uh,
1: Very wonderful question, first of all. Jeffrey, it's a very wonderful question, uh, and uh, most of the interviews people ask me that your customer is the government or your customer is the farmer. Uh, I'll tell you, our customer is government through the farmer. First, we deployed the devices with the farmers. They have discussed a lot with, uh, you know, they have discussed a lot this these technologies with the farmers and with the other farmers. Then they recommended us to go to this particular department to the government officials and they will deploy this technology to other people because water scarcity is going to be the next biggest problem in the world. Then we went to government and the government has supported us the same way. So till to now we are sell- we are selling the same product to the government also, to the farmers also.
0: Amazing and this really does benefit not only your technology but I think it opens up having the strong support by the Indian government that they're allowing for the government to participate in this uh, product and services that are, again, as you mentioned, saving the earth and uh, helping farmers. So now they take a stronghold in position into helping you and pushing this product out. Does the government take uh, a a different stance as well? Do they invest in early stage companies? Do they do they provide bursaries? Do they provide ways to support the
1: ecosystem? Okay, well, thank you so much for asking this thing, uh, Jeffrey. Uh, I'll tell you there are too many schemes in Indian government, and this this time, this government, this particular government is supporting entrepreneurship on a very large scale. They have made clusters of investors, they have made clusters of venture capitalists, they have made clusters of seed and you know seed grants, basically in the form of grants. You know, for the first startup, like a technology, we have secured a very big amount of grant. Literally, I can't uh, tell you the the, exact figure, but we have secured a very good amount of grant that can be a series of funding for a startup. We have secured that kind of grant for, for startup. And our government under, under a ministry of agriculture, under ministry of water department, because there is a dif- different ministry in India for the dif- for specifically groundwater conservation. Uh, there's a ministry of Jau Shakti. there is a ministry of health, there is a ministry of transport. All those departments, all those ministries in central cabinet have a different department of startup funding. They give grants from you know uh, starting from Twenty-five thousand dollars, and it it can go up to uh, you know one lakh dollar or one point five lakh dollar. Amazing. This kind of grant being provided by Indian government to Indian startups. And we are welcoming the you know, foreign startups also. Like we are welcoming, we have Dutch collaborations. We have uh, we have collaboration with Netherlands. We have collaboration with Brazil. Uh, other DST collaborations are there. Those departments are taking the startup from you no know, other countries, making it in India, and then uh, supplying the uh, objects or the products to that specific country and giving the grants to them also. So this is a very big concept for Indian government. It's amazing.
0: And and I think just you sharing that, the reason why I think that this really kind of changes the landscape is because you are also opening up that uh, there's opportunity for startups that are in India to go to the government and figure out which area they fit in and to see what types of grants are there. And especially if it's around social impact, there's a big change that the Indian government's looking to help be behind and help these startups get off the ground. So that's pretty amazing uh, to hear. And uh, through that, um, how, how are the universities and technology colleges, and how are they supporting the ecosystem?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll explain on this part also. Um, you know, uh, most of the incubation centers in India is being run by the government universities. That's the biggest part. I'm not, uh, not, not talking about the accelerators, not talking about the venture capitalists. I'm talking about the incubators. The people who are helping the young or the any kind of age people to make the technology, to develop a proper technology, to validate the technology, to test the technology and do the paid pilots or unpaid pilots, whatever they want. So this is the very big thing that the incubation centers are only being opened at a very higher kind of you know, uh, colleges or universities or being handled by the government universities. But till now we have a collaboration of near about 27 universities with us on a different different project for different different startups. They what they do, they start from your POC, they sign the non-disclosure agreement after that then they start working with you on your POC, the university heads, the professors or I can, I I will say the retired uh, retired federal agents, those who want to work a lot now working for the startups.
0: That's amazing. So it's very uh, uh, c- circular. It has everybody kind of working with each other. And then, as that knowledge is gained and passed, you're seeing government moving into that space because there's opportunities, there's growth. And I think that's very well supported. And I think that brings a lot of value back to the ecosystem. Very exciting, very exciting. So now you guys have, it seems that you're well-positioned, you're really working into this uh, space of uh, social impact. Now let's dive into a little bit more. It it sounds like you obviously have a very good understanding of how the government's functioning and working, how the universities, um, there's obviously Techstars India, there's a lot of big groups that have come in that are also trying to help support. So now coming in from the investor lens, What types of things are you seeing the government supporting for the investor side? Uh, Are they providing tax incentives? Um, What are they doing to help support you as an investor, also as an entrepreneur, but as an investor, what things are they doing to support that side so they can keep building up the economy of scale in, in, in the entrepreneurial world?
1: Okay, I'll start from the first. I'll start from the investor perspective first. Uh, first of all, for young investors like us, for the angel investors, for the young venture capitalist firms, for the young incubation centers, because now government has opened a portal from Startup India. Uh, they have opened a portal to open your own incubation center. So we, are also, we have also established our own incubation center and we have secured a grant in that perspective also to build a good incubation center for some startups. They are basically, the Indian government is basically, in, a, in an investor, the Indian government is basically looking for a sta- uh, that kind of incubator who is looking for social impact, who is looking for uh, no, innovation. Not that anything, not that you're making biscuits and you ca- it can't be innovative things. It it must be an innovative product to to get investment from government. Now, coming to the startup. Government is investing in any kind of startup. You just have, if you have just the will, and if you have the will to make an impact on the society, it doesn't matter the innovation is social or not social. But if you are making an impact, Generating the, you know what, uh, employment, generating the employment, then you are ready for the grant. These two factors are looking for the investors and these two factors for the startups.
0: That's awesome, that's great. So it, it sounds like, and this is what I find interesting about this is that in most countries, the government takes kind of a side role, they, they're there, but they're not really making much of an impact. And it sounds like India's government, And I would say being late to the game in startup world in entrepreneurship has really stepped up in the last couple of years to really push uh, innovation and push uh, social impact. So it sounds like they're very supportive and doing everything they possibly can to create um, jobs, create uh, new wealth and being able to support uh, the whole ecosystem from the investors all the way through to universities and
1: government. Uh, I'd like to uh, include this thing in this interview. Earlier, it was not that easy in India. But from last, actually, the government is quite continuous in this perspective, and uh, we got slow due to COVID also. COVID has impacted us a lot. I must say this, government has successfully implemented a complete ecosystem for the investor and for the startup, you know, I can secure a grant of ten thousand dollars easily by sitting in this room with the help of this only laptop, if I have the vision to crack that. Now coming back to some FDI's, uh, if I talk about the FDI's, uh, the government has made policy which is very easy, and which is which make the foreign investors very close to work with. Uh, the Indian uh, startups and the Indi- Indian investors. Now, coming back to some taxation parts, uh, we have some tax redemptions and the startup in India who is registered with the Government of India, Startup India program. Near about till now, we have more than 55,000 startups in India at Startup India platform who has a income tax redum- uh, redemption for next seven years. Wow. No, that's amazing. Access through that portal. Now coming to the investor part, we have an income tax reduction for next three years. Oh, we have a complete ecosystem in India now.
0: Wow, oh, that's fantastic. So how does it work from the investor standpoint uh, when making an investment into a, a startup? Do you get uh, over that three years? Uh, do they cover all of your initial dollars that you put in through the tax side of things, or is it provided matching? Uh, what type of things do they do to benefit you and the startup?
1: It depends, Jeffrey. It depends what kind of startup I'm investing. If I'm investing in a woman, a woman, a woman entrepreneur, a woman-led woman startup, if I'm investing in a woman-led startup, then the first two years, there's no tax for you know an investor. If she's paying you ROI or not, there's no tax for me. And if you, I'm working with some young, you know, young startups in India, like some, you know, yes, those startups whose, uh, you know, owners are students. So for that I have some redemptions. So it's work like this, segment by segment. There are 18, 19 segments for investing rules uh, there for from Startup India portal. And if I am investing through an venture capital firm, then there is a very strict law for you know uh, taxes and all. That part is there already. Awesome. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of interested people when they
0: listen to this to learn that they can go after some dollars, that there's a lot of government support if they don't already know. And it sounds like Startup India is the place to be uh, with all of the amount of startups that are in the program. I think that's brilliant. And, you know, it's interesting. I've I've traveled around the world to see startup scenes and the, the government that gets behind uh, the entrepreneur and gets behind the uh, um, and gets part of that scene Makes a big impact and changes the landscape. And you know, anywhere from Chile to Chihuahua, Mexico, uh, now India, uh, Israel, I find that these areas all have such a dynamic way of helping investors and helping startups uh, build up. When I believe they realize that anywhere from 90 to 95 percent, and even sometimes bigger, that their environment is made up of entrepreneurs and startups. And that it is so impactful to make these um, progressive changes that they can see this uh, really benefiting the economies of scale in the next uh, three to five to 10 years. So it's, uh, it's amazing what India is doing, and I'm glad that you were able to share that. So now let's jump more into uh, not so much what you're doing on the startup side, but on the investing side, And, and you've made some great investments. And just before we get into our rapid fire questions, I want to learn a little <laughs> bit more about the types of things that interest you when you're making investments. And again, this is just high level. So just a few things um, are all of your investments really structured around social impact because they are making a big difference for you and for the economies uh, or what types of things do you look for in an entrepreneur uh, when you are uh, going into an investment?
1: First this is a very relevant question to my field. Uh, I'll tell you, I have a vision of, you know, I have a vision of making a cluster of startups, not a cluster of investors. I have a vision of making cluster of startups, those who can help me to fulfill my vision of healing the nature with the help of technology. Like I have, I have you know, successfully implemented my technology to save the groundwater. water. Now I am working on air quality index and how how I can improve the air quality index. No, because in COVID situations you have seen that people were dying about this. No, and uh, in Delhi, in Ludhiana, in the big city, in Mumbai, in Chennai, in uh, West Bengal. Uh, no, these are the big metro cities and states of India. There is air quality index was is was very poor before lockdown, and after lockdown is quite okay, but it's not that satisfactory. So I've started working on this part. Basically, what we look for an investor for so for a, for a startup, sorry, for a startup. First we look is the team. The team. Second, we look for the idea. If the idea is making the, that kind of social impact that suits our vision, first of all, they have to be a little bit of no not congruent, but similar but similar kind of thing to fulfill our vision. Then we onboard that startup. The second thing we look is the team. And third thing, we look for a person like me at who has a vision to complete that thing. As simple as that. And then the rest of the thing, the business planning and all, as I said earlier, that I don't only invest in the startups, me and my team help them to grow better. Now, if we don't do that. that We put our dollars in the startup and then after three months, three, three, four months, we are calling them that what's going on, when we will get our ROI. It's not like that. We monitor the continuous process. We help them that this money is going, will go by this way, this money. We we suggest them this thing. It's totally up to them that how they are using our money. It's not We don't control that. But we suggest them you should do this thing. You should do this thing. And then they follow that. And they are making good impacts. I love it. So if I was to
0: kind of share how this works, which I, I love, I think it's very well shared, is that you're going in a direction of social impact. You've started your own companies. And what you're doing is you're layering in companies or technologies that will aid embed and grow within your ecosystem of social impact that are fixated around your initial idea. And you're just tethering those in by making investments into that technology that will continue to support and grow so that you're actually growing your business plus all of the companies around you that are supporting that initial drive. Is that fair to say?
1: Exactly, exactly, very true.
0: I love it. And the reason why I love that is because in the direction that you're going if as you mentioned you're fixing and working on the water and trying to clean it up and and make changes to that that as you're working with government and working with incubators accelerators and in the and the around that that as you're working forward in this space and you're bringing in new startups you're building contracts, you're getting the government to support your initiative, and as that's growing, you're layering in new tech to keep supporting the mothership of the product you're building, and those other innovations are growing. So you're, uh, you are almost like an includer business, and I don't know, maybe it's an accelerator style, but uh, I just like the idea that... Uh, in order to make your impact bigger, you need to bring in more innovators and invest in them to keep making your impact uh, more grandiose, if you will. But I like that. That's uh, that's a great initiative. Um, can you share how many companies are now part of this uh, moving ship, if you will, of starting from your first company? How many of you started to tether in altogether now?
1: I'll 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 take the names now. I'll take the names now. Uh, some of very big names. First startup is Black Eye Technologies Private Limited. That is that was my own, my first company, my child, and. Uh, Second, we have started with Green Earth Private Limited. Third, we have done the FASLA, where we are held, you know, making the agriculture supply chain very healthy. Third is Massive Dynamic Private Limited, who is working on census call uh, with uh, the ECG, ardi- cardiology and all in healthcare also. Uh, fourth that we have done is uh, Gormeka Greens. Fifth is uh, Delicious Pites they're making good uh, you know snacks things for the diabetic and the high blood pressure patients um, fourth uh, sixth seventh is MAPTIC, and these are my founder startups and these are four five six five founder startups now coming to the investment part till now we have invested in as I have told you, seven companies. Uh, the first company that I have invested is uh, is Moron. Moron's is uh, Moron Private Limited. Moron Private Limited is working in electronic vehicles. The second company that that I'm very proud of, and these two students are working very hard to fulfill this vision. They are, you know, they're making water from uh, uh, oxygen present in the atmosphere. So, uh, they, are, they are doing very open, they are they are you no know, uh, open oxygen technologies. Third is last, they are they is, uh, hydro, uh, hydrocopters. Hydrocopters, we have invested a lot of money in hydrocopters. They are making good defense drones for you know defense ministry. They are working very close to them. Uh, we have actually you know made that networks and till now, we have uh, the segment. If I'll go by segment, segment for the groundwater. We are there for the sanitization purpose of water. There is one company for the air quality maintenance. There is one company for the you know, maintaining the food and diets. there is one company. So this is the cluster that till now we have made. Uh, we have onboarded near about 16 startups and 17th meetings. And then most probably we'll take him uh, on board. Also, he is on idea stage and he has a very good idea of making some wonderful, you know, uh, technology for moving the things. It's on logistic business. So we are doing that, too. Uh, These are some startups that uh, we are working very closely and in our network. Amazing. Uh, Well, that all sounds
0: fantastic. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, Before we move into our rapid fire questions, I have one question for you, uh, which is if you were to kind of go through the background and all the startups that you've worked with, the companies you've invested in, and looked at it and said, you know, this story really shares what it is and what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Uh, do you have a story that really kind of resonates with you that it just blew you out of the water, uh, what this founder had to do in order to survive, to win, to, to be able to become a big uh, or even just starting to become a a, um, a real notable startup? Is there anything that kind of sticks out in your mind? We're always looking for that fantastic story that just shows the audience what it takes to be an entrepreneur.
1: You know, uh, people ask me about these things because I'm the person who was driving uh, electric bike at that time when I was in my struggle time. And uh, now I drive big cars. Um, So they are amazed by this thing that from me, these two, three, four years you have made a lot. You know what? Uh, I don't judge people. I'm not that kind of person. I never judge any kind of entrepreneur That what he is doing. But I just make one thing very clear in my mind that uh, he must uh, make me very comfortable with his pitch so that I can believe in this, that he's not a fraud. As simple as that. And then uh, that he should not no, uh, misuse my money or anybody else's money that the, the, the other investor is in my cluster. Uh, two things are important. Only two things are important to be a successful entrepreneur. Patience and planning. The third thing which is most important which is most important is execution. These three things, if I can see in some entrepreneur, uh, I believe them that they will one day there will be a unicorn, and the, the last advice, the story, the particular story uh, you want from my side, I know. If there is some, any Indian uh, guy that would listen to this podcast, I'll definitely tell that. That means uh, we started our journey and people have started meeting us. Every entrepreneur has a story. Every entrepreneur has his own struggle. And that struggle is your PR. (laughs) That struggle is your PR, I must say. That struggle is your PR. Make your PR good, then your success will be good, your investment will be good, your planning will be good, and the execution is the best part.
0: I like that. I've never heard that before, but I do like that. Because it's very um, very common to see that (laughs) people can make an emotional connection to you because... You share where you've come from and the hard, uh, hard take you've had to go through. People can relate and then people feel comfortable to kind of connect further in with you on that. So that's uh, I like that. Note taken. I love it. Uh, thank you very much for sharing that. OK, we're going to jump right into this rapid fire questions. Are we ready for these? Sure, sure. Please.
1: OK, what is your favorite part of investing? My favorite part of investing is to fulfill my vision to make a cluster of such startups who can heal the nature with the help of technology.
0: Okay. I love it. How many companies do you invest in per year?
1: Near about seven to eight.
0: Okay. Any verticals that you like to focus on? Spudden. Any verticals? What's your the verticals that you like to f- focus on? Obviously, social impact is going to be a big one.
1: I have cleared that already, that the social impact, the first of all, there's social impact and completing a vision, completing my vision. That definitely, that is one of that. Okay. Uh, any sort
0: of requirements that you need to make an investment, due diligence requirements that could be? You mentioned earlier that you're a fan of the team. Is there any paperwork or is there anything that really stands out that you need to have in order to make an investment?
1: Only one thing, willpower and dedication. That as documentation will be done by our team. Willpower and dedication? That's it. it. Okay. Do you like to lead rounds? Yeah. We are looking to lead rounds from September.
0: Okay. Do you do follow-on investments? Uh, On what basis? Uh, Will you reinvest in a company? After you've made the first investment, will you reinvest again in the same company? Definitely. Okay. Uh, Do you take board seats? We take shares, actually. Okay. So no, you don't go after any potential board seats, board of advisors, director roles, anything like that inside the company?
1: Uh, we uh, we look for you know some some of those guys who can fulfill the you know, requirement of POC and MVP. After that, we do the business analysis that what kind of else they require for sales and other marketing development. Then we invest. Okay,
0: uh, last question: Do you have preferred terms that you like to invest on? Is it pref shares? Is it equity? Is it safes? Or you'll invest on all of them?
1: We invest uh, two, by two ways. First, we, take, we can take the profit share. Some of the time, we can take the profit share. Second, uh, we can take the you know, some royalty for the IPs. We can take the IP share. And the last, we go for the equity.
0: Okay. Well, those are all good uh, good ways to roll. Um, and if uh, I think that's it for the rapid fire questions. All right. We're gonna we're gonna work our way into uh, the more uh, the last personal side of questions. So first question: What is your favorite sports team?
1: Uh, actually, I am not much more in sports, uh, but sometimes I like you know like watching cricket, so I support Indian team a lot. Okay, perfect, Mr. Mahesh Singh Dhoni in cricket.
0: Okay. Uh, what is your favorite movie and what character would you play in the movie?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll, my favorite movie is uh, uh, Inception. The Inception, I like The Inception the most, and uh, the lead part I like to play.
0: So I think in Inception, the lead role was um, oh my God, the blonde haired guy, what's his name? Is it Matthew McConaughey? Is that, is that the Inception? No, no. Inception is with, uh, uh, Oh my God. The other guy, what's his name? Um,
1: I don't have seen movies from last two, three years, so I don't remember the name exactly.
0: It's, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Leonardo DiCaprio. That's the guy I was thinking of. Oh yeah. That's a great movie. I've seen that thing a thousand times. Yeah. Very good movie. Agreed.
1: I, I would like to mention one more thing. Uh, the theory of everything is also very good. Curious of what is it? The theory of everything. Theory of everything. Uh,
0: based right, on I, Stephen Hawking's,
1: yeah. and uh, every, I, IOT, uh, every AI guy and every guy who considered uh, no, himself as a scientist or a big worker in technology, consider that movie as a very good movie. Oh, yes. Yes,
0: I agree. I think I did see that when it came out. Great movie as well. Yes. Yes. I like that. Good. Good calls. Good calls. All right. Last question. What is your
1: superpower? (laughs) My superpower is I'm very consistent.
0: Very consistent. All right.
1: I I, I never lose hope. I just be consistent on that part that it's not being done today, but it's just today. There is a tomorrow, it will be done by tomorrow, but it will be done, it has to be.
0: I like that it's consistent, but I think it's, I would also add on then if it's consistent, it would also mean that you're very patient. So you have a strong patience and you must be a planner because you mentioned these are the things you look for. Uh, So I'm going to say that based on all of our conversations, uh, that consistency would also follow with patience. So I'm going to say, Aman, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. I want to thank you very much for all of your time. And what we like to end the show off with is we like to leave you with the last word, which is anything you want to share to investors or to startups, any words of advice or, or wisdom, I think we've all learned a a tremendous amount. We love the vision of where you're going. We like the fact that you're huge on the social impact and you're building a cluster that's going to benefit the world. We thank you for that. And uh, again, thank you for joining us. And we turn it over to you for the last
1: word. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for having me on this wonderful show. And uh, I have two lines, one for the investor, one for the startup, for the investors. Uh, I request all other investors and other venture capitals, anybody who's investing in any kind of startup, just don't only invest for the money. Invest for the vision the startup has. Invest for the impact they will make in future. And invest for their dreams too. They have some dreams to complete. They They also want to buy big houses, big cars, and invest for them too. Like uh, for in in our investment panel, uh, we have a policy that from the total investment, 2.5% can be easily used by the the startups and we will not question that and how you are using that. You can do whatever you want from that 2.5%. And for the startups, I have cleared you guys my 2P formula, patience, planning and execution. These three are the fundamentals to lead a startup. And the most difficult one will be the patience. Believe me, if you'll have the patience with your technology and have faith on that, uh, we haven't covered the IP part. Always complete the thing in your mind that you must have some good copyright on your development technology. So be spit secure also on that part. These are my final words. And thank you so much, Jeffrey, for having me on the show. Well, that was
0: uh, a fantastic interview with uh, Amin. It was uh, really great to hear how supportive the Indian government has been uh, really helping investors and entrepreneurs. Uh, you don't, again, not every country has really embraced this and India has really turned the corner on this in the last few years, which is very exciting. And from some of the things that he pointed out, I I'm, I'm really, uh, really enjoyed the, the part about patience, planning and execution. I think those three really do align nicely with, uh, the mantra for an entrepreneur that that does bring a lot of success. Um, and then the other things that he talked about from, uh, supporting the team and that the business is doing some great, doing well, or doing good things uh, for the earth and the planet. I like that social impact investing is huge these days but also just entrepreneurs being able to look at their business and decide how they can make a social impact and how they can change the way the business is running uh, to be able to give back to the world. I think that that's a great thing. Um, Willpower and dedication is some other points that he brought up that really shows, again, the strength of an entrepreneur and an investor. So uh, again, thank you very much today for everybody joining us. If you enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or in Stitcher. You can also check us out at supportersfund.com or for startup events, visit opn.ninja. Thank you. Like us, share, comment. Looking forward to seeing you at the the next talk. Have a great day.